In many places, the Bible indicates something indicative of a rapture at midnight. And this is rather curious because in those days, there were no clocks to tell you when it was exactly midnight. And so many times it says at midnight. In the case of Ruth, Ruth 3.8, now it happened at midnight that the man was startled and turned himself and there a woman was lying at his feet. And that is a foreshadow of the bride of Christ. Ruth is a foreshadow of the bride of Christ, Boaz being a foreshadow of our kinsman redeemer, etc. Matthew 25, 5 and 6, while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out and meet him. Again, at midnight, exactly at midnight, not the second watch or third watch, but we have this exact midnight. Okay, and this is just one more example, Acts 16, 25 through 27. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed, and, and the keeper of the prison awakened out of his sleep. There it is again, at midnight, and we have what looks like an illusion of the rapture resurrection, ground shaking, etc. So the question then is, can what does this mean at midnight? Because it's always midnight somewhere. Now a case can be made, and this is what I would like to talk about next, that the winter solstice is, in a sense, the midnight of the year. So the spring equinox or the vernal equinox which is around March 21st in the Northern Hemisphere. I'm going to speak in terms of Northern Hemisphere. So the March equinox or spring equinox, this is when we transition from longer days. We, were, we had longer nights, now we have longer days. Now we have more awakening, birds chirping, beginning of the season, etc. This is, in a sense, the dawn of the year. Okay, and then we get to the summer solstice. In the summer solstice, that's when the sun is the highest in the sky. It's the middle of the year. That's kind of like the high noon of the year. As high noon is to the day, the summer solstice is to the year. The summer solstice is the middle of the year. High noon is the middle of the day. And at high noon, the sun is at the highest, the highest point in the sky. At the summer solstice, it reaches the highest point it gets all year. Okay, so you see that correlation. And then we go to the autumn equinox. In the autumn equinox, that is, in a sense, the sunset of the year. Now we transition from longer days to longer nights, getting darker. In the Jewish civil new year, Rosh Hashanah, that is right around the autumn equinox. And the Jewish day ends and begins at sunset. So in a sense, you can see how the autumn equinox is like the sunset of the year, right? The daily sunset is similar to the autumn equinox of the year. And then finally, the winter solstice. The winter solstice is when we have the longest night. It's right at 
the exact opposite of the summer solstice. So it's the exact opposite of the high noon time. Now it's midnight. It's the longest night. It's when the year changes. The year now technically changes 10 days after, but it is based on the winter solstice. Okay, so, and then mid midnight is the middle of the night. It's the change of the day. As midnight is where we change days, technically winter solstice is close to the time we change years, and it's the the minimal or the farthest away from the sun, in a sense. So you can see how the winter solstice is, in a sense, it's like the midnight of the year. And also, it happens for one instant in time for the entire world. So it isn't like the regular midnight that's constantly sweeping in across the world constantly. It's always midnight somewhere every day. But with the winter solstice, that actually does occur at a specific instant in time. Now, it turns out that this year, December 21st, 2022, the winter solstice will occur at exactly 11.48 p.m. in Israel. That's IST, Israel Standard Time, 11.48 p.m. That's only 12 minutes before midnight. And what's more, if you don't go by the UTC clock, but instead go by the old-fashioned solar clocks, solar midnight is even closer to the solstice. Solar midnight in Jerusalem on that day is 11.37 a.m. So it's 11.37 a.m. is solar midnight, and then the solstice is at... 11.48. So that would be, well, that would be 11 minutes off. In either case, the solstice is directly between solar midnight and, and actual UTC midnight. It's right in the middle of the two. So that probably won't happen again for 100 years. I don't know. I didn't look it up. But it's very unlikely that it would be directly so close to midnight and right directly between solar midnight and actual UTC midnight in Israel. So if there actually is something to midnight correlating to a winter solstice, then it would seem to make the most sense that it would be at the one year that midnight Jerusalem happens right at or so close to the winter solstice. Now there are links here in case you haven't seen, but I'm sure you have seen Steve Fletcher's videos regarding Hanukkah and also Yaku's video, uh, God's Roadmap to the End, regarding the 1290 days, which I think is absolutely solid. And also he talked about how the days are shortened, the days will be shortened for the elect. And I also talked about this in my last video about how the days, the 1290 days, are shortened for the elect. And that is us. That is we, the elect, the bride of Christ. And in my last video, I illustrated that with actually a personal story of something that happened to me 30 years ago when I got out of the Navy. I had applied to get out earlier than I was supposed to, and I got it. I got an early out. So instead of getting out in March of 93, I ended up getting out in December of 92. And so my days were shortened. And I was thinking about that, and it, and it occurred to me, I think that it could be that the Lord has shown me 
some foreshadowing here from that personal experience. So I'm going to share that with you. If you're not interested, that's fine. But the rest of this video is just going to be my own personal story of what happened to me 30 years ago, which to me seems beyond coincidence. So it's up to you if you want to watch the rest. It's just a little personal story, what happened to me 30 years ago. So I was in the Navy. I was stationed aboard the submarine USS Spadefish. And I had applied for a 30-day early out. I was counting down the days. I couldn't wait to get out of the Navy and no longer be doing submarine duty. And I was blessed very much on Sunday, December the 20th, when I believed I had 93 days left in the Navy, I got a call and found out that my early out was approved. And instead of 93 days, now I had three days left in the Navy. So my days were shortened, but it gets better. I just, after I made that last video, it occurred to me that the story didn't really end there. The next day, Monday, the 21st of December, 1992, I went to the ship and thought that I was going to have to work all day that day and then come back and check out on the Wednesday. But instead, I found out that because it was the week of Christmas and the captain was only going to be there for a few hours on that morning, on that Monday morning of the 21st, I needed to check out with him and then leave the ship for good. So I did. I got checked out and I ended up exiting the ship for my very last time on Monday, December 21st, 1992, probably around 9.30, 10 a.m. I don't remember exactly. It was 30 years ago. But just yesterday, I looked up when was the winter solstice? And it was exactly 9.43 a.m. that day. It could be that I left the ship that very minute. It could be. But it was definitely within an hour of that time. Because I got checked out in the morning, and then that was it. I was done. I, I left that morning probably right around 9.43 a.m. So I left... The USS Spadefish, a submarine, I escaped, I got out, and you know when you climb out of a submarine, you go up and out, right, um, through the door, out forever during the winter solstice, 30 years ago this month. And then today, just, I, I don't, I just had the unction to check it out. Now, the whole number and for anybody who's been in the Navy or knows about the Navy, the, the whole number of the ship is a huge part of the whole thing. You always know your whole number. So uh, my ship was the Spadefish SSN 668. That was our whole number, 668. I decided to look it up in Strong's Concordance, SSN, well, not the SSN part, but just the number 668, the Greek G668. And it comes up today to flee from escape and my jaw dropped. I wasn't expecting that. It was like I just had the, out of nowhere, the urge to look up what was the strongest concordance number for my ship's hull number that I escaped from during the minute of the winter solstice 30 years ago, and it's to flee from escape. So take with that what you will. I'm not claiming to be a prophet. I'm not claiming to be the guy that 
God gave foreshadows to to share. I don't know, but it's pretty much blowing my mind. I believe that it's beyond coincidence. I try not to be the kind of person who finds crazy things like noticing three-digit numbers where all the digits match and thinking that's God talking. Um, I think a lot of that stuff is just people's minds playing tricks on them. But this one, wow, I'm pretty blown away. So I hope it blesses you. It's got me pretty mind blown, to be perfectly honest. So love you all. God bless. Bye-bye.